Hello, everyone. Before we begin the SoSo podcast, I would like to give a little bit of a spoiler alert. We will be talking about Final Fantasy XIV and Walker from 45 minutes and 50 seconds to one hour, one minute and 48 seconds. So please avoid that segment if you would like to avoid spoilers. I'll be putting the times in the description below, so please check that out. I hope you guys enjoy the podcast. Welcome, everybody, to the January edition of the SoSo Podcast. We are Bluest. Welcome. What's up, everybody? This is a monthly podcast where we talk about things that happen either on or off stream and uh, just kind of give a rundown of what that month was like um, for us. Um, we're content creators from Tokyo, Japan, where we've been doing this since the first month we ever started streaming. So um, this this month's going to be pretty interesting, I think, because usually we talk about the games that we played because those usually are the highlights of, you know, a, as naturally as is for a Twitch streamer, the most uh, the, the most normal type of content, I guess, constant content is video games. But um, I think we're going to be talking about something a little bit, you know, a little bit more different this month. Right, Blue? So uh, we actually started something new at the beginning of the year where like, you know what? We usually don't do New Year's resolutions, but maybe we should start. So one of the things we decided to do this year was actually make a schedule. Like, yeah. not like, oh, we're going to do this, this day, this, not like full on, like full week. We write down everything we do. Like, okay, midnight, we get into bed. We wake up at this time. We go walk on it. Then we do this in the morning, and then this, 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 and this. Um, and we just basically plot out the whole day. Yeah, it's, um, it started because we were in a conversation with somebody, and then um, it really struck with, you know, stuck with me that there's so many times during the day, even in the past, um, where I would have an idea, or Blue has an idea. But it's like this really weird time where we know that we have to probably invest the next five hours or six hours into this thing that just pops into our head you know maybe it's like just like planning for something new or something like that and then you realize like it maybe doesn't nothing really comes out of it and then so you, you throw away that idea and then you go on to the next and it's just like and we were also both very bad at kind of we get very um i think we're both procrastinators yes and not because like we don't want to do something but we just have so many ideas in our head that we don't know where to start. So we end up not doing any of them. Yeah. It's it's like... Um, we're very scattered when it comes to creative ideas. And I think um, we just... There's so much we want to do that we just never get to any of them. Yeah. Basically. I, so we thought, you know, this would be a good way to finally, like, get stuff done. I think it was... Um, I was a little worried at first because there were so many things that we were tackling at the same time. Um you know, on, on stream or like things that we, you know, we don't talk about yet and stuff like that, but it's, there's so many things we needed to organize it somehow or else we, we weren't going to get anything done. Mm -hmm. And it was just the moment of like, okay, let's just set it up. And if we're going to do that, why don't we just set up other, just like our sleep schedule, when we should sleep, when we should wake up. Um, like even down to the point of like, we're going to walk Anu, our dog, when, on this day, this day, this day, this time, and then that's how we start the day off. We always have to walk the dog together on this time, 
Whereas before it would just be like, all right, I'm going to go for a walk. Or Blue, Blue would be like, I'm going to take Anya for a walk or something like that. Yeah. It would just be kind of scattered throughout the day. Or like housework. Like yeah. we're going to do housework on this day, this day. Because it would be like, oh, we're getting, you know, the, the trash can's full. And then that would be the timing to clean the trash can. But it sometimes we wouldn't need to do that for a while. But now we have to do that and then clean the house for the segmented time. It's like in by hour it'd be mm-hmm. like from 10 to 12 on our off day we do this and then from there and then you stop and then you have to do the next thing and it if- also helps because i'm someone who's very finicky about um i'm not like spontaneous things kind of stress me out um so i don't i i get stressed out when for example like gray has a great idea but he thinks of it right then and he wants to do it as soon as possible but i'm not in that mindset to do it and i don't want to do it right now but i know it is a great idea and i do want to do it but and i know that if we don't because back then we didn't have a schedule so i knew if we don't do it then then we're probably not going to get to it so we need to do it now and i knew that but i would get like really stressed out every single time that would happen or like something comes up like, oh, no, oh, shit, we forgot to do this. We need to go do this. And I'd be freaking out because it's like, oh, no, I didn't plan to do this today. Yeah. And it would just be like this sudden, like, pr- like not pressure, but like this anxiety, anxious feeling of like, oh, no, we have to do this. Like right now, even though we weren't, we were, I, maybe I was in the middle of something, but we have to do this because, yeah, we need to get it done kind of thing. So it's pretty crazy because with this, I, um, and we'll get to it a little later. Um, because this actually helped me think of more ideas, which is really weird, which is a really weird, weird way to think about it because we're limiting, you know, scheduled time, very strict scheduled time for certain things, but there's gotta be time for, and one of the most, one of the strict ones is free time. Mm -hmm. And we have a point. And sometimes if we're working on something, we agree beforehand that this might kind of go into free time, but we're both very aware of that before it's already slipping into that time zone. Like it's my wallpaper. The schedule is my like, <laughs> p- like PC wallpaper, just so I know what's up. Um, it's in, it's it's like pinned in our Discord, like our the personal Discord that we Blue and I share, um, and like my personal one that I use for myself, um, just for like throw in images and stuff like that. So it's just there as a reminder. Um, I think we've been so. A lot more motivated it's about it's been about two weeks since we started the schedule um there's no mo- it feels like every moment is not being wasted and all i used to hate free time it was this ambiguous time of like what am i gonna do what i, I used to feel guilty when i was just playing games or when i was just doing something that had nothing to do with either work or um work or uh like stream related stuff um i always felt guilty and i always feel like if there was a sunday which is our off day if we spent the whole day gaming or something like that we wasted the day and i would feel like garbage uh at the end of the day and um after doing this there's never there's no days where everything is just free everything is kind of like mapped out and one of the reasons why we really had to do this and it was like the perfect timing was because I was getting, a, I had this big kind of um, freelance project 
tackling along with another project, with streaming, with other stuff, and same with Blue. Mm-hmm. So we had to, we had to, we had to plan everything. It was like a wake up call. I, yeah. We we finished the stream and we felt like crap, and we were like, damn, because like I realized I was thinking about all this other stuff while streaming, and that's like the worst thing. And so right after stream, I had to sit down and be like, we got to figure this out because I'm not enjoying this. Uh, this There's too much going on in my head. I can't focus on what we're doing right now. So let's just map it out. Let's bang this out. Let's just figure out a schedule. If it doesn't work, we can adjust. But we need to organize or else that, like, I'm not going to be able to get anything done. Mm-hmm. And we did. And it's like... There's like these little like ambiguous spots that we have within our schedule that can be put in to like we can like replace it with other things. So it's it's flexible in that sense, but that slot has to have it can't be like, okay, let's just make this free time because or let's just think of this like we, let's just not do it and ignore it. Or even if that happens to be free time, when the next slot comes in, we have to uh, we have to go on to the next thing, even if it is free time. Even if the next thing is free time, we have to stop everything we're doing and just forget everything and just focus. And it took, it was kind of weird because like it felt really weird for like the first couple days because I didn't know what to do with myself, but I didn't feel guilty at all. Yeah. Because I knew tomorrow I'm going to work on this. Tomorrow I'm going to work. Like everything was organized in my head when I probably had like two to three times more things that I would have had to do than before. Like before I was thinking like, oh my God, I had so many of these like spontaneous ideas. What do we do with it? No, it's like I have more now because it's organized and I can just slot it in. How's the, and we talked about a little bit like together, Blue, but like how's how's it working for you? Because now we have a strict wake up schedule, even if it's an off day or on day. That's probably the hardest for me. Um, I like sleeping, um, and I usually, I mean, okay, to put the sleeping aside, or I like sleeping aside, I have a pretty hard time falling asleep at night. So depending on the day, it is harder. Like, there's been a few days where I just don't get much sleep because I can't fall asleep till later. But I think the more I get used to the schedule, the more I'll start feeling tired earlier. Um... Because I think my body's still thinking like, oh, no, you, you don't get tired till like 2, 3 a.m. So I I just think like the more I get my body to like get used to this schedule, the more I'll start getting sleepy earlier. And um, so. we we pushed back our the, the time mm-hmm. that we get into bed. Yeah. So we used to probably go to sleep at like 2 a.m. 2 a.m. would be the time we're like, all right, it's 2. Let's get in bed. Now it's strictly 12. We yeah. have to be, we have to stop whatever we're doing. And we always have free time up until that. Mm-hmm. So we made but it Even so, then it's like an hour because we yeah. still have to get ready to go to bed. So usually like it's an hour to wind down after stream, then another hour to do what you need to do before bed. Yeah. And then we oh. have to get into bed no matter what. And I'm yeah. very proud that it's, you know, like if we start playing a game or something, which is something that totally happens where we like, you know what, let's just wind down, let's play a video game together. And then it would be like, nope, we have to get to bed now. And we're like, yeah. what? We just started because yeah. usually we would play for an another hour two hours. hour is not very long. Yeah. So, so. it's, but I, so we are getting into bed earlier, but still, and I'm waking up earlier. Um, and so is Blue. And we, 
you know, we stream when Blue does solo streams, one of the streams during the week too, for me, we stream in the morning. We stream um, 10 a.m. in the morning. And we used to just wake up at like a random time and we would just be like groggy and shitty before going into the stream. But I think now I always wake up at eight now. And I know that's like not like super early for a lot of people, but um, that's enough time for me. Blue wakes up at nine and hopefully she's, you were saying you wanted to like, if it's possible to wake up at eight, just so you yeah. have more time before, because you have more of the morning streams than I do. Mm -hmm. So, But I mean, of course, that depends on how I get used to the nine o'clock one. So we'll see, because I think between the two of us, I, I'm someone who probably needs more sleep. Um, just from how it has been for the five past five year five years, I know some people naturally need more and need less. So hopefully, I can match Gray in the sleeping schedule wise. But we will see how that works. I think we need the same amount. We the amount of sleep is the same. It's just that I fall asleep a lot faster than you, so that I'm getting more sleep. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. And I think it would be a little bit asking too much if it was like, all right, Blue, you have to go to bed at 11 and then I, I can stay up. Like, I'm not going to do anything for an hour. Like, but, I would yeah, rather yeah. go to bed at the same time. Yeah. So, I mean, if you want to crank it back even more, it's just less free time that we can spend. And I think it's like, we can consider that because, you know, if, because, you, you know, having insomnia is a, definitely something that's, uh, affecting your health too so that's something we can probably kind of like adjust in the future yeah i mean we just started this schedule so we'll try it for a couple months and then we'll adjust as necessary mm -hmm. but at the same time like i don't i, I do want to try and keep our schedule for now because we do um i have a lot of hobbies and I do want to keep being able to do them because that's like the only time I can actually like do anything is during free time like, if I want to read a book, I want to be able to read some before bed. Because as of now, I think a lot of times, like, um, if, you know, we don't have time before bed, then I have to wait till Thursday. Or I have to wait till Sunday to read anything. Or work on, like, crafts and stuff like that. So, it would be nice if I can keep that, like, hour after stream to um, work on other things. But we'll see. Yeah, I think it's just, it's more like trial and error and then go from there. Yeah. So, cause I mean, best case would be like maybe if I can wake up even earlier, I can do those things in the morning. But yeah, it just really depends on how, um, how it goes in the next couple months, I think. Yeah. And I think for our off stream days, the days that are, for us in Japan time, it's Thursdays and Sundays as our off stream day. We have a huge chunk of free time for the second half of the day. And then in front is kind of like this free type of, we're filming this during that time right now. Yeah. Um, where we, if we need to film something or if we need to edit something, best th or if we want to watch, just sit down and watch a movie and have some kind of input, creative input outside of, you know, the, the things that we normally um, kind of indulge ourselves with. So like if, not with streaming, but like watch a movie. We have a, or, you know, something that helps us creatively input. It's really ambiguous. But in this time, we can do, like, these um, these podcasts, these monthly podcasts. Or this new idea that we started having, which, which is the next topic that I want to get into. And it's the new YouTube videos that we've been making. And I'm, like, so 
I love doing it. I love it's the first time that I actually like doing something for YouTube. Usually yeah. it's um we have this very talented editor. Um very talented, so much love and like he does these amazing edits for us. And it's always like, you know, he makes these edits and then we put them up and it's just kind of like it was just a place for us to put our content up there. And it was just like like just stream edits and stuff like that. And it's great because it's so much, it's smaller. We go through like these, like, we want this part or we want it a little bit shorter with these effects and whatnot. And does a really cool job. But I never really felt a uh, creative input from our side. Yeah. It was already something that was done. All the creativity and all the fun and all of our performance was already on stream. And then it was just like, you take what we did and then no more flair, no more spices after that. And it's off to somebody else and then they put their flair on it we loved yeah, it we never really then, did anything for youtube yeah and if you've been listening to this podcast for you know it, youtube is such a keyword for us for years every year at the end of the uh one of those like end of the year podcasts that we do like the year in review what do we want to do next year it's always we gotta figure out youtube somehow <laughs> you know and we've tried a lot like shorts and stuff like that and then we found a community member that was better at sh making shorts mm -hmm. than we were so we gave him like the editor permission on youtube and he can just post whenever he wants and so we, we just thought that's better than us going back and like sitting and watching our content and then we couldn't watching our content is no problem but all these like edited effects and all this stuff is just not our forte and i just don't have time to learn all that stuff um, and it wasn't something that I personally was interested in spending my time learning. Mm -hmm. It just didn't seem like something that I wanted to do. Um, at the end of the day, I was watching a lot of YouTube videos where it's just a bunch of hard cuts or it's like podcasts or stuff like that. So I was thinking like, what, what do we do? What do we do? And I realized like, if you look on our YouTube channel, if you're watching the video version of this, you're watching it on our YouTube it's all podcasts. Like we haven't uploaded anything here except some edits and these podcasts. And I thought that's what we like doing. And when you put VODs, when you have, cause we have a VODs channel, a stream archive channel where you can check out the VODs because Twitch uh, doesn't let us keep them forever. So we just yeah. put them on YouTube. Um, it's so um, static. Am I using that word right? Static means like still, right? Yeah, yeah. It's very static content. As soon as the live element is gone, it's very static. And I thought, no matter how good an edit is, and this is like, I think it doesn't matter what the size is. So like the view count doesn't matter when you, you know, subtract like how many views it gets. I don't think that dictates how good the content is. Um, but I think... Either way, you're taking something that's that was live, if you're a streamer, and, and then you put it out as static content. And there was something that, and then of course, if you put a little bit of edits in there, it becomes a little bit more lively. But at the end of the day, it's something that's already happened. There's nothing live about that. I mean, there's people who don't watch VODs for right. a particular reason. Yeah. We just so. asked that on stream and people are like, yeah, I never, some people are like, yeah. I never watch VODs. So we wanted a way where it'd be fun for people to watch previous, like our old streams without having to shift through so many, like, sorry, sift through so many of our old VODs and kind of experience what, I guess, we went through when we were streaming those. And so, 
yeah, you thought of a great idea of adding commentary to old like like clips, I guess, basically. It's almost like, you know, because reaction content is so big. Like you just react to stuff, but it, I did use the word reacting to ourselves almost as a way just so we can, like in the thumbnail, just so it makes more sense to people. Like, what is this kind of thing? I mean, it's the blues director's cut. Yeah, or that's what it is. It's, it's, yeah, it's more like I just, I have all these DVDs and like my favorite videos, my favorite, you know, content on that is like you watch the content once, like a live show DVD, and then it would be the crew or the band. Just like you can tell, it's just one mic, it's picking up everything. Like it's just one mic. Uh, guys have food, they got drinks, you can hear people walking around and shit. And the live video is playing on a lower volume, and they just talk about it. And they just talk about what it was like playing that show. Like, he'd be like, oh, yeah, there was this one point where I was, like, so drunk, and I could, I, like, I don't remember singing this part. Oh, that guy with that white shirt in the crowd, I remember I kept seeing him. Every single time that guy stage dove, like, I was trying to see, like, all these things that would, that don't come out in the normal thing. And it was also um, with a, it's perfect for a strange, um, I thought it was perfect for us because we have new people coming in every day and there's so many like streams where we're like that was our best stream like we really really like this stream and we want to share it but you say watch the vod and the vod's what 20 hours it's so long like it's just not and again it's it's a static 20 hours no matter how how much you twist it it's static video there's nothing live about it and then when we as an idea I said why don't we just take this and you know we can just sit down and then because we were fitting it in the schedule we get we set, give it a set time and we said if this takes too long let's just not do it or we can do it when we have more time so we sat down got the vod up uh, it was like the first one was it takes two maybe mm -hmm. like 10 hours in total it was a good test run one of the best games that we played easy co-op content we love i was interested to watch it again yeah. We watched it. It was so fun. <laughs> one hour. It took us one hour to just sift through the best because we know what yeah, we want to Yeah, we remember show. which parts we want to comment on. I was like, yeah, so we can just skip all five hours of this. That's fine. There might be some fun things, but that's not the point. The mm -hmm. point is like the things that we want to show. And we don't have to think about... Um, It's interesting because I don't have to think about... Okay, start from here and here because I don't have to think about the attention span of somebody that's watching it for the first time i just because we're talking over it the clip needs to be longer mm -hmm. so i'm just like just keep like from here to here yeah and then it can be a little bit vague yeah about the, length so but i think it was the next video we did was harder shadow corridor shadow corridor yeah. was how long the whole video so it's three vods yeah but it was two days because yeah. um it was 10 hours and 10 hours 20 hours in total um that one was like, if you watch the video, I say it right off the bat, it's one of the most memorable streams I've ever had. But the thing about that game is what's different, what's harder than, like, taking It Takes Two, for me, was, like, with It Takes Two, you can see, like, oh, this is that one stage. Oh, this is that one stage. With Shadow Corridor, it's so many, like, you have to retry stages a lot. Where It was hard to figure out, like, oh, wait, was this the part where we did this? Or was this the part where we did this? Or it's like, wait, what happens here? Was it here or was it early? Like, it's because a lot of the, like, the, I guess, stages look very similar. And that's the point. 
but it's supposed to be kind of like a maze. It was really hard to figure out, like, because I had a vague, like, memories of, like, oh, I want that one scene. But to try to find it was very difficult because yeah. every, a lot of the stages look similar. So. Yeah. And it's, but that took, I think, and then for us to, I timed it for us to figure out all the parts that, not the actual edit, but the parts that we wanted to edit. It took us two hours. Yeah. For 20 hours of content. And it was just like, it, it's so fast because, yeah, you had trouble, but A, it doesn't matter as much because the thing that's on the screen just needs to have that content, like that moment. Yeah, yeah. But the before and after, we can just chunk it up and put together because we're going to be talking over it, right? And once we did that, and the edits are hella rough, right? Yeah. Because it's me. I, I'm just cutting what the... we just Hard know, cuts. We just get potato chips. We get, you know, if I get a beer... And then we just sit here, have a watch party, sift through stuff in 1.25 speed, and then we're just eating, watching our stuff, and we're like, my God, we're funny. Or like, <laughs> we like, you know, because we sincerely enjoy our own content. And so we love watching ourselves. As narcissistic as that is. I think I, we're funny. I think I, I, I have no problem watching <laughs> ourselves. And then so I'm just watching, and I'm like, oh, my God, this guy's an idiot. Gray's an idiot. And I'm like, and I'm, it took us two hours to s- and then we just note down like this part from here to here, mm-hmm. edit a little topic, put that in, you know, just cut, super rough cut. And then we take the commentary, right? And then we just go in and then we talk about stuff, blah, blah, blah. And then I got, I finished it. I finished the video and I was like, you know, if this isn't funny, whatever. And like, it, it, we tried, you know, it, it wasn't what I imagined. And then I watched it and I was like, Blue, come here listen to this like uh, come watch this and i realized that it was like live co- it was weird it's edited content that's not live but it's something it wasn't static anymore to me yeah and i know this is like this is just to me or me and blue and that's why it's so fun doing it we were able to like pump life into something that was filmed that has been static for two years and we were able to like relive it enjoy ourselves while doing it and it was the first time that i made some that we came up with something with for uh youtube that i didn't care if people watched it or not yeah i just wanted it for my own sake and for blue's sake to have that enjoyment yeah yeah and if other people enjoy it that's great. That's awesome. And yeah, we do want views and stuff like that. That would be great. Make the YouTube bigger, whatever. But like, when you take one step aside, like, I, we, I was able to, we were able to like, from my little idea and Blue's execution and my execution, we were able to make something that was, we love taking podcasts. We love talking, right? We're streamers. We talk mm-hmm. all the time, right? We were able to put that live content essence into something that was completely static that in the way that it wasn't just for views like no one knows shadow corridor like shadow Corridor is a great game we also crowdfunded the second one that's how much we you like love, it you love mentioning that yeah. yeah no because i want to <laughs> because when i say it's not a that because i when i i don't want to put the game down by saying like i've it's not like, I don't see people playing it as Yeah, much. it's not a very, like, well-known game. Yeah, and I know, and it's, it's but it's a really, really good game. Yeah. And I'm just saying, like, we, 
I just I don't, don't want to like put the game down in any way. And we like it so much that we yeah we crowdfunded it. My point so. is <laughs> is if we were going to like just go for clout or whatever, mm-hmm. we would pick a game that we that's more recent or something like that. You know, right? And there might be times like that. It's fine because we enjoy the games that we play. But to go for like Shadow Corridor, it was a personal favorite of mine, and then you know one of Blue's favorites too, and it was just. I don't know. It, it felt like the first time ever that I didn't feel pressured or I didn't. It felt like something I could just keep doing. As long as we stream, I feel like there's so much stuff. And it's such a good way to share stuff that we want people to know us for. Or like yeah. we, it was moments that we were proud of in a whole new way. And it's not boring. And it's not like, because if I were to do these edits, it would just be hard cuts, right? And it's it, getting hard cuts of static content is still static. Yeah. There's nothing there. And so. But this um, one, it doesn't really matter. So, so that's why it works out. I've kind of, and that way I was like, this is what we should be doing as live streamers. That's what we do best. Us personally. And we have other people helping us do the YouTube, like the edits and stuff like that. But what could we do to make, put that bluest flair into it? And it was, you know. Director's cuts. It was really interesting. And I, I enjoy doing them a lot. Um, it's just, and it's not as time consuming. With this new schedule, it's not, we're, we're not spending 10 hours on something that we're not used to. And we're able to like allocate all this time. We're able to like, I think, and we would just time, like, how, how long will it take to do this? And it'll just keep getting better and better and better. And even if the audio quality is a little, like, uh, or, like, because a lot of this content is before we got, like, better encoding on sh- Twitch. Yeah, so the quality is really bad. I think for it's... For some of them, but... Like, to me, it's, like, it's really... I think it's fine. I mean, it's, it it's shows like, how much we've grown, too. And I do like that. Yeah. Because, I mean, we look very different on those streams as well. Yeah. Like, you look like Asian Jesus and... Asian I, I look like yeah. I look like a princess with my princess princess like they call it the princess haircut or it's like this part's a little long yeah. with the with the stray bangs yeah and so I think if we do it right and we keep doing it it may it, hopefully the goal there is for people to watch the VOD go like what's mm-hmm. what happened in between that's why the VOD it there's a VOD channel where you can just click it and it's a playlist you can watch all those the VODs yeah they're long but then it's a little bit in the right direction to make static content into breathe a little life into it. I hope that these are almost like trailers for our VODs too. Because if you like the commentary of like, of course, because they're a lot shorter. So if you watch that and be like, you know what? I'm interested in the Shadow Corridor stream. And then you can actually watch the full VOD if that's what you want to do. But I think it's it's pretty daunting when you see that playlist and it says 10 hours and it's like, oh, I got to watch 10 hours of this. So with these VODs, I think it it's almost like a trailer for our um, old content as well. So. Yeah. And I'm sure like it's and it's nothing new. You know, it's nothing like that's like groundbreaking or anything like that. But I to me, it was because I just don't. It was just a moment where I was on the train to work and I was like, huh, a lot, we're, we do things live. And I was looking at our YouTube channel, a lot of podcasts some edits put them together what would happen 
would it be even interesting? And then so I started noting down what we need. And then it was like, we need to edit the video. We need to like look through our video. And then when I saw when I saw that we need to look through our video, I was like, that is daunting. But when we gave it a we gave it a you know test run, two hours for twenty hours of content. It's because we know exactly the moments that we want to share. So it was like it's actually not that bad. And then we recorded it, not bad either. Like it was super fun, yeah. and it just seemed like. And also another thing that we've been always like kind of like talking about for a while now actually is patreon and we were like we want something that's like reoccurring on on patreon something that would make people want to go on the patreon rather than you know we have a lot of stuff on there but a lot of people don't know that right and it's like because there's nothing that's constantly being updated on there except for like a q a podcast but like we have like vlogs we wanted something we like, that was more i guess constant because i think yeah we do have vlogs and vlogs and whatnot and little things here and there but it's not something that's constantly updated so we wanted something for patreon that was something that people can look forward to on a monthly basis instead of like oh i wonder when they're gonna post the next one it's okay they're gonna put next one's coming out soon i can look forward to this kind of yeah and and the patreon one is like twice as long Mm -hmm. like for shadow corridor it's 16 minutes long it's long for a youtube video but um we took out if you're if you're on, if you're listening to this and you're on the patreon you know but um we took out two stages or one whole stage one full stage worth of commentary of just because we wanted to shorten it because the video was 30 minutes plus there's a little bit at the end where we talk about like it's an after talk where we just kind of like chit chat about like what what it was like kind of thing so in, in total it's like 30 something minutes and that's what we film first. That's mm-hmm. the first, the full thing, obviously. And then we cut that for YouTube, for, or we cut that and then put up for YouTube. So I was like, you know, we're, we're getting answers here that make sense to us. You know, if everybody hates it, it's unfortunate. Like, everyone's like, this is uninteresting. Like, this is, you know, and that might be the case. But at least I like it. Like, yeah. like and that's what... That's I think what, that's the most important when it comes to, like, continuing like continuing like content creation is all about how much you like it and how much you can keep doing it because a one one time video usually doesn't go anywhere yeah it depends on how long you can keep it up i'm like same thing with streaming too i haven't been this excited about putting up edited content in a while and i was like all we got to do is do shit live just do stuff live and put it on top of it and it adds so much life to it and it's so fun and so like it's always like even with like tiktok or like shorts um and youtube in general there was always like an end to it i knew that it was going to be like something that we do a couple times and then we get tired of it or something Mm -hmm. like that and but this one's like i can do all we got to do is decide which vod like which which stream do you want to do and then it's like, yeah, we've done a lot of those. We've done a lot of those. We have done a lot of streams and we'll keep doing streams. So, and it makes us more motivated to make each stream worthy of something like that. You know, like it's. I mean, I've, I've finally know. gotten to a place where it's like, I, I'm so pissed about our SSD issue because we lost so many VODs. And now I'm at a point where it's like, oh, I wish I had those so we can commentate over those. 
Because yeah. we're missing a lot of VODs on the Archive channel. We actually don't have that much. Yeah. Even though we've been streaming for almost five years. Yeah. Like, we don't have much. Unfortunately. It's true. And so. So it might be time, like, that we play some of those again. That ones that we haven't played in ages and kind of, like, mm -hmm. forgot about it. Like, I think it would be... Because you know how, how great it would have been if we... I mean, of course, there's no way we could keep those archives because we were affiliate and we had... We, you know, just started... And we weren't even affiliate. Um, we just started streaming. But if we had the VODs to the first time we played Bloodborne, oh my god! Oh yeah, we have that some clips of so that. Fun. Yeah, I mean we that do. We do have the VOD of us playing Bloodborne beginning to end. We do have yes. In one I, I do want to do one of one of the twenty four hour ones. But I'm just saying the first time we ever played that would have been so fun. Yeah. To see what we were like back then. Yeah, it makes me think like it's. We talk about it on these podcasts because we have a podcast. We recorded podcasts from the first month we ever started streaming. So there's us talking about it. Mm -hmm. So there's commentary in that sense, but we don't have actual like video to yeah. go with it because we started doing video podcasts way later. So um, that would be, yeah, it makes me regret all those. Um, yeah. But I think, yeah, like it makes, it definitely makes, it's this, this month was me. And you trying to figure out how to go on just because things got really intense. It was going to get really intense. Um, and that's not, that's separate from our daily streams. Like things just got really, really busy. Yeah. And we needed to figure out a way to organize ourselves. And that I was actually getting very overwhelmed too. So, and we, it's, uh, it spawned such great ideas. And I think it's, um, it's a good trajectory that we're going on, I think. So it's I think so too. Very positive because winter time is always kind of a down time for us, but it's um it's been extremely productive and extremely good. So that's I'm really really happy and excited to see where it goes. Yeah, me too. Yeah. All right. So now so that that was like our month. The thing that's pretty much that happened. I mean, that's the biggest month. thing. Yeah. That's the biggest change we've had this month. So. Mm -hmm. And so, um. Hopefully, we'll, we'll get, let you guys know what happens in the next one. But for now, let's get to the sub-questions. So for these podcasts, the second half of the podcast, we take questions from Twitch subs, and uh, we answer them if they're answerable. Some of them are not sometimes, but um, let's see what people have to say. Is Kari the first one, I believe? Yes. Okay. So Kari asks... With the gaming trends changing every couple of years, what game types or genres you are sad to never see again? Um, Turn-based RPGs. Can you not cut what? in when I was about to say the same exact thing? Can oh, you not you... take my answer? <laughs> was it... <laughs> Cheater? <laughs> I take I'm sorry, I didn't, I didn't mean <laughs> no. to. No, um, no. I mean, of course, yeah. yeah. Turn-based RPGs is, is probably my biggest thing because I think as of now, it's probably only Pokemon that really keeps turn-based now because final fantasy is going into action-based um yeah I guess, games like i mean fire emblem is turn-based as well but it's not it's not the it's not like the pokemon or like the dragon quest where it's like you or like the old final fantasies where you take actually like strategize like okay they're gonna they're probably gonna do this so i need to do this with this person and this person and we need to buff this and we need to debuff them like we don't really have those much anymore so I'm getting. I am a little sad that that's kind of starting to disappear. 
And my other big thing is um, co-op campaign. Yeah, oh yeah. You don't see those anymore. Like, it's all online. Or it's one of those, it's like, you know, you drop in for a mission and then you drop out. One like, of, I really yeah, wish there yeah. was, they brought back that, like, couch co-op. Like, you know, you hand the other controller to your friend or your your sibling. And you could play the whole game start to end with two characters. And I really want that them like somebody to bring that back. I mean, that's why it takes two was so good because yeah, exactly. it was it was that experience, exactly that experience, like mm. that sweet spot, but better. And um every single time we try to find like an RPG or something together that we play together, the first thing that we look for is does progression carry or is it only for one person? Yeah. And the other person's just kind of there to support and once the world's gone or they're out of their server or world did they just go back to nothing kind of thing so it's really hard to find that you're absolutely right so um I or like or in a lot of cases it's like they have to be further in order to help you out kind of thing oh yeah, so yeah it's, it's yeah, very yeah. difficult to progress together at the same time so at the end of the day it's not really co-op mm. it's more like you have to play separately first and then we can help each other out later but then it's like what's the point then so i i really wish Co-op campaign was a bigger thing. Yeah, especially for us, obviously, because we're a couple. Yeah, and like we we play games together. Mm -hmm. But um, I mean, that's why I was so excited with like Pokemon, like Scarlet Violet, where you can just hop in and adventure together. Yeah. But then, of course, when you find out that oh no, the battles are still single single player, it's like ah, I wish they could enable dual battles somehow so we can progress together. But yeah, but it would make sense why because yeah. then it would completely change the whole like well difficulty of the game. Of course, and, yeah, but it, it makes sense. But you know what I mean? It's yeah. just it, it gets a little sad. Or like Elden Ring was not completely co-op. It's like you can help each other. You can summon someone who's already beaten the boss, right? That's right, and yep. that's it. So you couldn't really adventure together either. Mm -hmm. And there are so. there are mods that that work great mm -hmm. um, for that, but they're mods, right? So yeah. it's not in the game. So, and with, like, turn-based RPGs, there's going to be, like, like, Octopath Traveler, right? Mm -hmm. That's still turn-based. Square Enix putting out, you know, these still, like, turn-based, but it's definitely going down, I think. And I just, like, I, I, I'm just a sucker for those kind of games, I guess. What game cancellation, game announced, but never released, made you the most disappointed? Can't... Mm. I, I'll be honest, I don't really keep up too much with game news, so I don't know. I have one. What? The Star Wars. Which one was it? Kotar? Kotar? Oh, Knights of the Old Republic. Yeah. The It got canceled. The, the remake? Re the remake? Yeah. It's like on hiatus or something. And I was really looking forward to, to that because I never played the original. Mm. So when, they, oh, when wow. I heard that they are going to make the remake, I was like, yeah, I'm going to fucking stream that, but... Then I also heard that it got canceled. Mm. So. I guess I I do have one, PT. I oh, yeah. never got to play the demo. I've watched a lot of people play it, but I would love to see. I would love to play and stream PT and the actual game. Yes, and then never be able to sleep ever again after that. I would love to do that. I think that would be a very and very we just fun have experience. to wait for Kojima Productions to make horror games. Yeah, PTOR. PTOR what? <laughs> all right thank you so much for that question man um nine asks you mentioned before that you already finished Endwalker. i have a couple questions so this is a final fantasy 14 question 
uh, but not sure if someone else has asked this or if you talked about it in past streams. Okay, first question is, what are your thoughts and opinions about the story in general? Endwalker, so we've, we haven't kept up with the new update or anything like that, but it, we, we are- We played up till 6.1. Yeah, so like we're farming. You know, the last thing that we're doing is like we're farming. Yeah, and, we um, discover the island where you can like go get sheep and stuff. And we are, yeah. so we are done with the main story. Um, the story is fantastic. I think Endwalker was- um, I loved it. I want to marry Emmett Selk. That's it. You don't realize how much of, like, when you're going into the story, right? And you start, like, figuring kind of like, oh, this is coming to an end. There's moments that really signal to that. Like, even in the beginning, because it's a long expansion. And then you're like, how the heck are they going to, like, bring all this together and make sense? There's so much stuff. There's, like, what, four? Five expansions worth of stuff that they have to just, like. They need to close all the loops. Yeah, and I was like, this is insane. And they're still adding characters. And I was just like, I was really surprised but how they did it. I just loved the whole um, how you get to, you know. Oh, by the way, if you haven't played, this is like major spoilers. So um, I hope you pause or you skip until uh, the next part. So I'm going to raise my hand right now for anybody. Uh, okay, for audio listeners, I'm ra raising my hand right now. <laughs> and I'm going to say... Spoilers, and then um, once I put down my hand, we're done with that for visual people. And um, how the hell am I going to do this on audio? Actually, you can't. I can't. But anyways, okay. So I'll just, <laughs> I just, I'll just won't talk about too much in depth. But um, it was good. I, I can't believe they did it. They pulled it off perfectly. Love the worlds that we got into. Love the new people that we got to meet. And I think... I want to marry Emmett Selk. Yeah. Yeah. I was really... I was very, very happy with it. Yeah. Um, There's a part in Garlemond where Xenos take to control of your character's body. Oh, that was a straight-up spoiler. But, okay. Um, You know what? This is our podcast. Uh, We'll put a disclaimer at the beginning saying that there are 14... Um, and Walker spoilers. Yeah, from yeah. here to here in the timeline. So that's fine. Um, what were your thoughts when you were going through that part? When when you took over? so we played Endwalker maybe like how long ago was that? It's like four or five months ago. Six months ago, I think. Six months ago. Yeah. So I'm we are a little bit hazy with all the memories here. Um, when Xenos took control of your character's body. I mean that part was weirdly hard. I remember I had to redo it like two three times. Which part was this? The like it's like the... when you're in that suit of armor. When you're in that suit of armor, yeah, and, and you play as him. No, you you play as like some random like like NPC character because he took over your body. It's after like oh, Anima comes out. Oh, when you're trying to escape the yeah, Anima the... comes out and then like your soul yeah, gets yeah. like put into some like suit of armor and you're just like stumbling through with a little sword. That I got. Yeah. that's the part I got lost. Yeah, that part was so hard. <laughs> I got lost and then I like. Yeah, that part was, but you're uh, more than the gameplay. I'm I'm assuming like what the like story wise, I guess what is more the question here. Gameplay wise, it was difficult like to get out of that part. Um, and I mean, okay, my thing is like Zenos had all this time. He took over a body, right? He could have done anything, and he didn't do shit. Mm-hmm. 
Like he didn't do any. He just approached our party, said a few words, and then like they found out. Like he could have done so much more. I think so the what whole was thing the point? about him is that well, he talks about it in the end. Right? Yeah, this kind of but go- still. This kind of goes to the next question about the dialogue part. Where what were your thoughts when? Uh, what was your answer in the final dialogue option? Where it's like the warrior of light. He's the kind of guy that only wants to just rule things. Like he just wants to fight, and that's how he fills his void. Yeah. And he's saying he questions to you, like, dude, you're the same. You do all these raids, like you're the, you're getting yourself into all this stuff. Like, isn't that what the warrior? Whether I'm the warrior of darkness or light, doesn't matter. That's what we're here to do, right? Because one mm-hmm. of the options is yes. Like, it's agreeing with him. is saying that I that's what I've been doing. You know, it's a little bit meta because, like, as a game player, you just want more content to play. And you're going to be progressing the story. But the warrior of light is just getting himself into all this stuff. And maybe that it is, that is the battles and all this destruction and all this, like, you know, saving pe to save people we've killed a lot and yeah it's all of that is what fills the void and it's like what i'm doing xenos like what xenos is doing and what i'm and what you're doing main character we of light same thing right like that's what that's isn't that what this whole thing is about kind of thing and i think it's it makes it seem like it's two different roads but he's trying to say like we've been doing the same thing Actions speak louder than words, dude. Kind of thing. Yeah. And so with that body thing, I think he's not there to like... If he started doing stuff and destroying stuff, it wouldn't be him. Like, I think he, there's he a pride... He just pr- wanted to experience what it was like to be us. It's a pride thing. I think, yeah, also that too. Like, I think... And I could just be a little bit hazy with, like, the lore and stuff, but I think it just seems like... It's just knowing Xenos for all this, all this time. He just... He just does that, and then, but he, it, when things matter, he wants to do it as Zenos. I mean, not gonna lie, though, while I was playing Endwalker, all I wanted was Zenos to just go away. So it was like, wait, you're back again? He comes like, out You don't really matter time. anymore. That's yeah. all I kept thinking. Like, can we move on? Like, can this guy just, like, go, He's I don't like, know, go somewhere else? <laughs> the thing about him... Yeah. Is that the whole thing about Endwalker is like not just him, but there's so many times. And when I said that they're hinting at the end of everything, what I meant specifically is there's so many moments where people ask you, how was your journey? Yeah. And they say, you know, was it fulfilling? Mm-hmm. Right. And yeah. those are the moments where you're like, okay, this is like they're trying to get to the end of this. And he's kind of the other answer to what this journey was all about. He took a, where he just wanted to rule and destroy, and that's how, in, that was the way to fulfill himself. And the yeah. whole thing is, was it fulfilling? And that was, Zenos is the, the Anshtese of, you know, like he's, he seems like the enemy, but he's the same. We're all the same. And I think that's what he's, I think that's what Zenos is supposed to be, is this other part of you. Do you agree? I, I don't, of course, I'm like that scene when you're just like beating the shit out of him is great. I love yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, but, that like, was great to finally be able to punch him. But but he's no different is the whole thing. Zenos yeah. is no different than everybody else. Yeah. And so, you know, because we get uh, in, in a game player sense, we get locked into dialogue. You can't turn into Zenos. 
mm-hmm. even if you have like the worst answer in every single like option, the story still progresses in the same story. So you kind of end in the same way. Like they'll, they'll even if you say like you're an idiot, they won't be like, all right, let's go against each other. They'll be like, ha ha, and then they'll laugh it off. But this main story is still the same, right? And and so you can't go a different way than that. But Zenos is the other story. He's the other story, but he's just as much an adventure as you are. And I think in that moment, when you get into that area and it's just you and him, that's what he's trying to say, I think. Yeah, no, I agree. I think he's just trying to prove to us that he's no different than we are. Yeah. Or we're no different than he is. And that's why, and he sees us us as that. That's why... When he turns into the the dragon and stuff, then like he kind of saves us to like get out of there because he sees us as an adventure. Yeah. And when which dialogue option I picked was like the shut the fuck up one, where it was like shut up, that ends here. That was the one that I picked, is because in that moment I wanted to. Well, first of all, I wanted to fight him, and I did because I didn't know if you know. I just wanted to fight him, but also. I get very immersed in these games, but like I, I was just like, I respect you as who you are, but I'm the warrior of light, and if I agree with you here, I feel like there's a big part of me that gets lost, even though I know that that's your way, and I don't reject the way that you did it. I have to win to prove to myself that. This was the this was the right adventure for me, so that's why I picked. Shut up! I'm gonna fight you. You're such a like. You're such a pro tag. I am. I'm the warrior. Of light. I know, but I'm just saying that's such like a. You're so like, yeah. How about you? But what did you, what did you pick? I I agreed with him. You. I mean, because I don't I don't see myself like sure I'm the warrior of light and everything, but I think the true hero was someone like Ardbert. And I'm just a replacement. Like, I'm not perfect. And mm. I know that. And sure, like, of course, I'm seen as, like, this hero that saved Erosia and everything. Like, wherever you go. But at the same time, I'm full of faults, too. Mm. And we put ourselves into really dangerous and reckless situations. We get our friends into very reckless and dangerous situations. Like, we're actually not that good of a person when it comes to things. Like, we are. we do kill a lot of people. We get... We put so many people in harm's way. And, like, I don't see myself as, like, I don't think we're that good of a person. Mm. And so, yeah, I think there are, there is a part of me that that does go out and puts ourselves in this situation because we are looking for something, just like Zenos was. I think, yeah, every, yeah, I agree. Yeah, that's, I agree. that's why I agreed with him. Because it's like, you're right. I think I do have a little bit of that, like, almost darkness. In us that Zenos had and that greed. Yeah, and I think that's what it that's the point, right? Yeah. Is that the warrior of light is not and it, it, it kind of like reflects the whole shadow bringers thing where it's like we actually aren't the we were the warrior of darkness. Like it, yeah. it like it fucking like all just comes together in that whole thing. And I was like, how do they do that? Like it was like I didn't even notice of all people, you you weren't even in Shadowbringers. Yeah. Like the this guy, and then um yeah, and it's that's why we went through all that. That's why we were the warrior of light. We were the warrior of darkness. 
And all this time, Xenos was just like, yeah, I'm here to destruct stuff. And we, I was thinking, like, who the fuck is this guy? Like, we already beat him, like, in in the expansion before. But he's there to prove that I was doing... You're the same thing. We just fill the different types of voids. And I've seen different, you know... I, I live a different type of, you know, warrior life. And I was like, holy crap, the other expansions, that's what we were doing. We were seeing the different types of how to be the protagonist yeah. in that sense in our and i was like okay that's cool let's fucking fight <laughs> you know like i just like i was like that's cool but i can't agree with with nandaro you just wanted to fight him mm, nanka, I, I felt like we needed to yeah i, I wanted like to too. I, I wanted to kick his ass but... i feel like we needed to because i couldn't in that chapter i couldn't reject it and then i think the dialogue after that i believe was He's, he says, like, oh, yes, you're finally going to fight me kind of thing. Yeah. Like, he's, he's, like, ready. And I was like, yeah, that's the best situation because that's all he wants, right? Yeah, he, he just wants to fight. He just wants to fight because he sees this as an adventurer. And it was, I was coming to terms with everything that he was saying. I get it. I mean, finally honestly. understand. Let's fight. Honestly, though, I wish we had a fourth option where we could just walk away. Just walk away? Yeah. Because at the same time, like, I did agree with him. But at the same time, I also didn't want to give him the satisfaction of fighting me. Mm. Of all the shit and trouble he put us through, I didn't want to give him that. It's the resolve because at this whole time, it's kind of like he all he wants to do is set, this is turning into a Final Fantasy fourteen podcast. But <laughs> um, it's he has this moment through this whole since he was introduced in Stormblood, mm -hmm. it was just kind of like this whole thing about like I want to fight you. I want to fight him. And he always says, you're yeah. not ready. You're not ready. I know. You're not and ready. And once I'm finally ready, I wanted to say, no, I'm not going to fight you. Why? Because I wanted to deny him that satisfaction. You hate him so much. I do, yeah. I really wanted him to die. I thought he was like, at that point, when he said that, uh -huh. and we get to fight him, I was like, this is like fighting like Aniki level of like rival. Like, this is the guy that... I'm finally to his level of understanding through my experiences of everything that we've done so far. It's time. This is the showdown. <laughs> like, this is it. I get it. Now I can actually beat you. And you will die or you will go away being happy with that. And that's fine. for me. Yeah, I didn't want to give him that happiness. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Um, did you cry? I don't think... I think the only time I cried was I got really emotional um, in um, I got really emotional with Emmett Selk. Yeah, me too. Um, it's that last part where he starts talking about how well, you haven't done this, you haven't done this. That was part. That, that farewell with him was when he finally yeah. like when he finally comes to terms or he admits that we are like we did see him in the future and he kind of admits that that's the path that he went down because he was in denial for a lot of it but yeah, when sure. he gets to that point where it's like okay he comes to save us right yeah, yeah. he saves us and then he realized like he kind of admits like okay you were telling the truth but yeah but have you done all these things that i have done and that's when i got really emotional when he when he kind of goes he like because he's like this is our final goodbye like i, I can comes come to terms with it yeah and everyone's crying yeah and everyone's like don't go like you're a good guy blah blah yeah, blah yeah. and then 
he has that Emmett Selt moment where he flexes on you one last yeah. time and he goes, well, you know, you're all sad. You feel like this is all over, but like, have you done this? Have you done this? I have. Yeah, so yeah. So you better go fucking catch up with me. And then yeah. that's his farewell. Like, it's just kind of like, he kept that character. And, and that made me cry. Yeah. I was, <laughs> that was like, when I was like, yeah. I need get, oh my God. Kind of thing, for sure. Um, Definitely deserves to be and is the number one number most one favorite character, favorite character voted. in Final Fantasy. Yeah. yeah, he's the number one voted favorite character, right? In Final Fantasy, mm -hmm. he's uh, he's, he's one of the he top characters. Yeah, he topped Cloud, which is a huge deal. Yeah, especially here. Yeah, so yeah, so, I don't remember which music track I liked. I'll have to look it up. Hmm. I don't remember. I can't think of it at the top of my head. But there was. I remember there was one track I really did like. So I'll have to look it up and then Mine's I'll the, let you guys know. Mine's that acoustic. The, my favorite track is not even like a like a raid track or anything like that. Isn't it, it just the town? It's the town music? one with the acoustic yeah. guitar. Is my favorite song. Like I had that. I forgot on which loop. town. Uh, it's the the it's the main one. Um, is it Old Charlian? Old Charlian. There's there's two tracks in Old Charlian. When you first get there, and then it's like dun 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 that one. If you can just uh. You'll know. It, the people that know, know. <laughs> Good job, Soken. Okay, next question is um, uh, from... So this is the part where the spoiler ends, Blue. So we're going to... Yes. We'll put a little preface at the beginning that it ends here. Okay? Okay. okay. So, boom. Now they know that I refreshed. All right. Next question comes from Floating Yogurt. Um, asks, what's your red flag before dating each other? Like, before we, dating each other. What do you mean? Like, what we were, we were looking out for? Or what, I or thought like, it was going to be dating someone. D yeah, dating each other. someone. Um, dating each other. Um, I don't know if I necessarily, like, there were no red flags. Because I feel like if there were red flags, then we wouldn't be dating. Yeah, I don't. But if you mean, like, in general, like, what are some things that, like, are, like, you know, makes me not interested? I have one. What? I don't like people that just talk about, um, if a red flag for me is somebody that's, like, if we don't know each other yet and we're still kind of, like, on a date and um, it's, like, a conversation thing, if they're just putting themselves down a lot, I don't, that's, like, it's a waste of time to me. Because, like fishing for compliments, almost. No, I don't even care about that. Like, because I think a lot of people, it's like a confidence thing. But like that, I, on a date, that's not what I want to talk about. Mm. Like, there's so many other things that I want to know about you, except for the things that you think you suck at or something like that. Like, it's not, and it's just I don't like people that are like, and it's not about like being negative. I guess it is, but like. Putting down specifically putting themselves down a lot as a topic of conversation really turns me off. I think, like, if they had like a problem and they were talking to me about it, that's fine. But if it's just like this one-sided, like, I'm bad at this, I suck at this, I didn't. It's like that's not. What what are you? Why why what do I do with that information? Like I don't know you yet. Like I don't. Let me figure that out <laughs> on my own, and then, you know, maybe it's not so bad. But it's like, yeah. How about you? Um, one of mine would be, like, I don't like people who talk shit about their exes. 
Oh, yeah. Like, I, I get it. Like, sometimes you have bad relationships and it's okay to be like, you know, I didn't have a good, uh, like, ex and I broke up because of this and this and this and this and this. It's fine. But if you talk about every single one of your exes in a bad light where they did this wrong, they did this wrong. Oh, that's gross. Then, yeah, it gives me the, like, it gives me this idea of like, oh, okay, so you don't admit any responsibility for any of your past relationships and you're blaming the other person every single time. Like, I feel like that's going to be a big issue because you'll probably start blaming me for everything once we start dating. Mm. Like, you won't admit wrong for things. Another thing, I agree with that. Um, I've never been, uh, thankfully, I've never been in a situation where that would, that was like a thing. So yeah. That never came up, but I, I would not like that either. Another thing that would is a red flag to me is people that have a bunch of red flag, like a checklist in their head. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they're waiting for you to cross it. Yeah. There's sometimes like there's, it's become such a like um, cliche almost thing to have this checklist. I don't have a, like I'm. You asked, there was a question that's been asked and I thought about it, but if somebody was putting themselves down a lot to a certain point, I probably won't even notice. Like it would, it would just be like a normal topic of conversation. It's like, you know, I'm really bad at this, but, and I wouldn't really think about it. But if somebody is caught up into this whole red flag thing and I can see that, that is a turnoff too, where yeah. they're coming with a checklist, seeing it's like these, like those like laser security things from like Resident Evil 1. And I'm like just trying to like, yeah, yeah. If I feel like I have to like think about what I have to say, and if I say something wrong, it's like er, your personality is wrong. Like yeah. it's just if somebody if I can tell somebody has a red flag list and it's really apparent, um, or if someone has any kind of list at all, yeah, it's definitely like if they if they want some kind of like certain expectations from you, then it's like ugh. yeah, so. there it is. Um, thank you for that question. Casey asks, how do you deal with this being adult thing? Dealing with work life, leaving it at the door versus having a quality personal life. Super good question. Um, we figured it out by making a schedule. That's kind of, uh, it really helped mm -hmm. to map everything out. It's like in kind of like, if I saw this schedule a year ago, I would be like, you're a maniac to like break everything down by every hour. But just to give it a shot and just live by it and organizing it. And then you loosen it up and see like this works, this doesn't and whatnot. But yeah. damn, man, organizing it really helps because you, you allocate, you don't allocate the, uh, time by allocating it in the right place. You put it in a little like puzzle piece instead of just this mishmash of puzzle pieces that like, uh, what do I do? Maybe, okay, you look through this stuff. Okay, I'll do this right now. Oh, wait, but this one. Like, if you can actually put it into place, it actually fits in to seven days. And it, I think for me, it's like, yeah, because with the schedule, we can kind of consolidate when's what. So, like, for me, like, when, if it's, like, this figurative door when stream ends that you're talking about, it's more like, because I stream Monday to Wednesday, right? And then I have Thursday off, and then Friday, Saturday. So basically what we've done for that is so Monday morning, first I'll work stream on stream stuff until Thursday. And then of course in the Thursday morning we would, you know, film podcast stuff or we would do like video like videos and stuff like that. And I guess I think that would be considered like stream stuff, right? So I would but then I know that around like maybe after lunchtime, that's when free time 
free like this figurative like freeze time starts. So basically, I've been able to shift my mind into okay Monday through to Thursday at noon or lunchtime. That's my work work. I'm just putting it in quotation marks because it's not really you know it's not like a nine to five that you guys go through. So it's like you know, this figurative work that I do, and then from the second half of Thursday, I'll have a day when I can kind of relax and do anything I want. I want like in terms of like hobbies or watching movies or playing games and whatnot. So I think that helps me with a switch, like on off switch. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Scheduling, so, scheduling, yeah, that it, helps. People have said, you know, do it, and we've been ignoring that advice, and we finally did it, and it's really changing the way I think mentally too. Mentally, it's just nice. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a, it's definitely it helps with like the ADHD mind in, in my head. It really does. Um, Panda asks, anything you haven't eaten yet, but you really want to try durian? Still haven't tried durian. Durian, yeah. Had a durian soda, almost threw up, but I want to try the actual fruit. Um, I really, I like the durian soda, so I want to try durian. <laughs> yeah, durian, um, oh, yeah. stinky tofu, as they say. Oh, yeah, yeah, I, I want to try, try that, too. that. It's yeah. called, and, um, apparently it's, like, crazy smelly, mm -hmm. but I don't think I could do, like, I just want to try it out, but, um... Yeah, I want to try those, like, things that have strong smells. Strong smells that I'm not, maybe not, like, Sir Strumming level stuff, but, like, um, I think that's what they're called, right? Those The sardines. Yeah. But um, maybe, like, I want to try something that has, has a very unusual smell for me, I think. That's that's something that I would try. So you say you say during too? Yeah. yeah. I want to try during. So yeah, thank you guys again for these questions. Um, this month was a very interesting podcast for us. Um, big spoiler part, so we'll put that in the very beginning, um, just alerting people. But thank you guys so much for joining another month of the So So Podcast, the Stream on Stream and On Podcast. Hopefully we'll make it alive, and um, we'll be here next month talking about how stuff happened. We should be fine. <laughs> Hopefully. Oh, by the way, Anu yeah. just went to a uh, health checkup. His liver's a little, his liver, liver numbers are a little higher, but uh, he's pretty much okay. So, just an, Anu's also healthy too. So, yeah, we'll see you guys next month we'll on see the you next podcast. Month. <laughs> Take bye care, bye. guys. Bye-bye.